Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 9. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, again, we uh, have the privilege to be able to call on your name and uh, we get to be able to read this passage and uh, just reflect on uh, this day and all that we are, whether we're going to school or work or whether we have some assignment or or matter that we're going to deal with, we ask for your wisdom. Uh, We ask for your spirit to be present in our conversations. Um, And as we unpack this passage, may we find the insights as well for our life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm reading from the New International Version today, the NIV, John chapter 4, verses 1 through 26, subheading, Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. Now, Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, although in fact it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now, he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You were right when you say that you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you have now is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Did you like that more, or did you feel like the one yesterday was better? Um, I don't know. They both have... 
pros and cons. I liked I liked the NTE, NTEs yesterday a little bit better than the Navy, but it was good. That was Still a couple good. days ago. Oh, NTE, you liked yeah, better. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was good. All right, here's our question for today. Have you been guilty of separating your life from your worship? And what can you do to bring those things together? Um, yeah, totally. And that's partly because, I, like I was saying the other day, I think worship is a distinct thing from life, kind of. Like, I think that's why there's a different word for it. Because <laughs> I was thinking about this more, and okay, if what you're doing is trying to give honor to somebody mm-hmm. by doing something... Well, then there's a word for that. It's not worship. Worship is like you don't ever talk about worship in terms of something that you would do to another person unless it's like hero worship or idol worship or those kinds of things, right? So it feels like how would your daily life be worship as opposed to just um, trying to live in alignment with the values Hmm. that God, I understand that, that you would try to live in alignment with the values that God has instilled in you, but is that the same thing as worship? Yeah, I think I think that's that's the the question that comes to my mind is that I think of the text the the text of the angels talking in Revelation where it talks about how the elders call out and they worship twenty four seven, right? Um, saying that God is holy. And uh, and I wonder what the 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 message is that John is trying to convey inside that passage as well about the holiness of God and the worthiness of God and what it means and how do you live a life where you are connected all the time in that yeah. space and so there's this, this tension of being separated and this tension of being connected and what it means to be you know um, to be in love and to and to love. Um, and uh, and to be alive and to live life and uh, and so to to worship um, the maybe it's is it a, is it a an, is it just a, a describing word that just describes like something or is it is it um, is it actually calling us to a place is it an action is it uh, is it just a noun that just uh, exists. I don't know. It does feel like it's supposed to be a separate thing, though, because you think about it and we build places of worship. Hmm. We don't use ordinary places. We don't just go to the supermarket and worship or go to the parking lot. We build places and we put stained glass in them and Mm -hmm. we make them special Mm -hmm. for worship. And so everything, things that we do that are related to worship are separate from the rest of our lives. Now, maybe that's not supposed to be that way, but it is the way that it's worked out. So... I mean, I think people can be forgiven for separating the two, given that they kind of are yeah, separate. I think, I think that we have segregated a lot, and uh, and and I just wonder whether what God is calling us to is is a practice that actually is to bring um, the way that we worship God into sync more with our life, and so it's not so separated. Yeah, because I think one thing that that um, Tim wrote about, I think it was in today's reflection, was the kid who came up to him and was buying one of his CDs back when he used to mm-hmm. be in a band. And mm-hmm. the kid is like, oh, I have another CD I can listen to on Sabbath. And Tim's like, you can listen to that whenever you want. And I think there is, you know, I sometimes listen to Christian music when it's not Sabbath because, hey, I just feel like it. Yeah. So I think that that whole thing, you know, we've all been brought up this way that you have Sabbath books and not Sabbath books and Sabbath videos and not. So, I mean, we kind of divide everything, Sabbath activities and not like those things are for worship more or less and everything else is not and there it is kind of a weird distinction of what, how do you how do you decide what category something even goes in 
Well, I think there's nothing wrong with with some some things being made special, right? And there's right. nothing wrong with like separating some things out. I think that there are also some elements that we could actually that would be strengthening by just harnessing and bringing some. Well, and my together. other question yeah. is: just because something is a Sabbath thing, it's designated and put into that box. Yeah. Does that mean that doing that thing is even an act of worship? Yeah, is that still worship? Yeah, it's true. Because I don't know that it is. I don't know that. And watching it, your and Sabbath vegetables is If it's just a Sabbath thing, it can it only know. be done on Sabbath as right. well? That's, that's the counter Or is it argument. only worship if you do it on Sabbath? Yeah. I mean, and uh-huh. I, I think that that's, that's actually the tension of what we've done is that we've made it so compartmentalized and so specialized that, that we, don't, uh, we don't connect with the idea of worship taking place any other time other than on Sabbath or even in a little window on Sabbath in, in itself. But I think it's partly because our lives are filled with all kinds of things. And so... Maybe we have to redefine worship. Well, for a lot of people, even to squeeze worship in at all is difficult. You know, of of the people we know, how many of them are traveling or doing something virtually every weekend where worship, if you define that by going to the building and being with the other people, it's like almost impossible for them to even do that. Yeah. Well, something worthwhile talking about with your friends. So let me repeat the question one more time and uh, you can talk about it with your friends and see where you come to. And uh, here's the question. Have you been guilty of separating your life from your worship? Uh, What can you do to bring those things together? Uh, I'd encourage you to read the Daily Walk today as well at uh, boulder.church forward slash daily. And uh, until then, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.